So I'm joined in this interview with Debbie Humphreys from Red Hound for Dogs, who runs a business making clothes for whippets. And it all came about because of her own shivering whippet. And we're going to be talking today about whether whippets should wear clothes. It's a question that came up in a conversation I had with another whippet owner. And I'm now going to hand you over to Debbie, who's going to talk a little bit about her business. And we're going to chat about this topic. So, Debbie, thank you for joining me. Tell me a little bit about you and how you became, how you came to be um, the Whippet designer. Hi, Rachel. Uh, thanks for having me on and having this little chat about my favourite topic, Whippets and clothing. Uh, how did it come about? Well, I I got my first puppy, Bruno, in 2003. He was a Whippet. I had absolutely no idea that he was going to need clothes. We'd had a little Whippet cross when I was a child and she never wore anything because she had quite thick fur. And we lived on a farm. She didn't ever need anything. And so I had absolutely no idea that my poor little Whippet was going to be shivering and miserable when it was cold. Of course, I got him in the, I got him in May time. So really, it didn't become apparent until a bit later on that year. But by the autumn, it was quite apparent he was not going to go out in the rain. And he certainly wouldn't go out if it was cold without something on. So at the time I was making wedding dresses, fast forward, I realised that he needed things. So I started to knit him jumpers. Eventually I ditched the wedding dresses and started a whippet wear company. And uh, well, that's what Red Hand for Dogs is now. We just pretty much specialise in whippets. And um, we like to start them off as puppies and then we go right through to seniors. So because at different times of their lives, they have different requirements. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, we're going to touch on those um, as we chat, actually. And it's lovely to hear that your own shivering whippet um, inspired what you do now. And I know you've got something coming up, haven't you? Coming up soon. And it's in memory of Bruno. So tell me a little bit about that as well. It is. Yes. Uh, On February the 18th, uh, 2023, if Bruno were alive, he would have been 20 on that day. And so I have decided to create National Whippet Day to celebrate everything about Whippets, everything that's wonderful about Whippets, everything that we love about Whippets and, and to um, to spread the word about this wonderful breed and help to educate anybody that might be thinking of getting a Whippet, people that maybe have always looked at them and thought, what oh, wonderful, elegant dogs, but I don't really know whether my lifestyle would suit a Whippet. We're going to be doing some charity auction um, fundraising as well, which will be an auction of Whippet, beautifully handed Whippet jumpers, and um, basically flooding the internet with wonderful Whippets. Excellent. Okay, so anyone can get involved in that if they have anything Whippet related or they just love Whippets. Absolutely. Anybody who's got anything Whippet related. So if you are a business that specialises in Whippet home boarding, or you have a shop that, that has Whippet clothing, or you are a charity that, that has Whippets and rehomes Whippets. There's so many different places that could get involved in this. And maybe you're a trainer and you specialise in sight hounds um, because they do love to chase. <laughs> and uh, I believe that there are there are behaviourists out there that can help with that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of, lots of things. And basically, anybody that's got a Whippet, yeah, let's celebrate it in a big way. Excellent. OK, so can't wait for the day. And I will put all the links in the um, blog post that goes with this podcast. Um, so you can go and find out more and get involved if you have any, if you want to get involved in National Whippet Day. So let's go back to the 
the question that I have, and the reason why I've got this question, actually, I know I've known you for a long time, but um, one of our mutual friends, Kerry, who's a Whippet owner, she's now living in Cumbria, which is obviously in the north, and it's very much, you know, lots of Whippets are a popular breed there. But they're also, um, you know, us northern folk, we're quite no fluff. Um, were hardy things and I remember having a conversation with Kerry where she said somebody had looked at her beautifully styled whippets um, with a little bit of oh my goodness it's a whippet wearing these whippets are wearing wearing clothes what's going on here so I wanted to chat to you as as a whippet expert about whether whippets should wear clothes so that's my first question Debbie should whippets wear clothes well my answer to that is is probably yes most of the time if if your dog you know, whippets don't, they've got very thin fur, they've got very little fat on them, and they don't retain the heat like other dogs do. Now, when they're running around like a loony, uh, granted, they probably don't need to be wearing something. But if you live somewhere, you know, that's really cold, and in the winter you're dropping down, well, anything below eight degrees, I would say a whippet could do with a jumper. Mm-hmm. But you know when your dog is cold, you know when your whippet is cold because they will they will sit, they will shiver, they will be miserable, they won't want to run around, they will definitely be shivering. And they hate the wet in general, they really hate the wet. And you can tell all of this by their body language. You know, if, if their ears are down and their body is hunched and they're looking at the weather and they're, you know, they're sort of out, out the corner of their eye and they're just they're just not willing particularly to walk along with you. They don't like the weather. Yeah. But if they had the right clothing on, you know, I'm definitely not for dressing up your dog. That's not what we do. We we make and create clothing that protects a whippet so it can live its life yeah. in a normal way and be warm, dry and happy. You know, those that's the criteria for me. I want your whippet to be warm, dry and happy. And if the dog is happy, the owner is happy, everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. And there are, you know, different clothing for different occasions. Yeah. And especially lots of our customers, they live in Canada. They live in Scandinavia. They have very, very cold winters out there. You, you know, there's no way a whippet would entertain. And actually, I don't think it would be right yeah. to take your whippet out in sub-zero temperatures with no, no coat on and no jumper on. I really don't. It's not a husky. Mm-hmm. They're not designed for that kind of climate. And yes, they were bred in the north of England. Yeah. And I'm sure there are people that have whippets in the north of England and Scotland and other places that say my whippet's never worn anything. Fine. You've got, if your whippet is happy, that's fine. But for an awful lot of us, our dogs don't like the cold mm-hmm. and they don't like the wet. And if you're putting a raincoat on or you're pulling a jumper on, why wouldn't your whippet need it? You've only got to look at how thin their fur is. Yeah. They are not going to retain the heat like mm. another dog, uh, you know, like a big fluffy Labrador or a big cockapoo or something like that. They just they just don't. So, yes, yeah, I think they do need clothes. Okay. So I'm, I'm nodding along because I've got, a, as you know, I've got a little terrier and he's only got a very thin coat, actually. And he obviously isn't a whippet, but I'm much more conscious of, of keeping him warm than I was our old terrier, who was a lot tougher and had a lot of thicker coat and actually would refuse to walk if she had a coat put on, but would just about stomach a fleece. Um, so you touched on a little bit as we were chatting, but what clothes would you suggest that a whippet would wear when? So what kind of clothes would you suggest for different times of the year? Okay, well, let's start in the spring. 
you're possibly going to get some drizzly days. It might be on the chilly side. So definitely a lightweight Mac, I would say, is essential at that time of year. Uh, in the summertime, you don't really need very much. But in the summertime, some dogs really suffer with allergies to plant seeds, you know, like grass. So when they run around, they get very badly affected on their undercarriage. And I get an awful lot of people saying that our jersey T-shirts solve that problem. And especially now we do them with long legs at the front and then that protects the skin. Um, and then you come into the autumn, well, of course, you know, you're going to be wet and cold. And so definitely going to need some layers. For cold days, a fleece jumper for sure. That's our best-selling product. It's great for most of the year apart from summer. But even in the summer, but you say you'll go camping with your repair. It's cold at night. You're sitting around the campfire. You're fine, wrapped up in a blanket. But your poor little whippet is going to need something as well. Um, but yeah, so in autumn, definitely some sort of raincoat, possibly a fleece-lined coat, or you layer up over a jumper. Then as it gets really cold in into December, well, you know, December, January, February tend to be the coldest months. You're really looking at layers um or you you know you might put a t-shirt underneath a, a gilet jumper we pretty much got clothes for all occasions um something like our be seen high vis coat is it's fleece lined it's got high vis piping on it it's brilliant when you live in the countryside and you've got no street lights you've got to take your dog out where there's probably no pavement and they're having just their little stroll in the evening because perhaps you're walking to somewhere or you're just walking them around the block for comfort. Um, the car approaches, the lights shine, and you see the reflective piping. They are selling like hotcakes at the moment because we're at that time of year where the days have suddenly got short. Yes. So, you know, that's a safety thing as well. If you've got dark clothes on and your dog's got nothing on and you've got dark fur, a, a car won't see you. So you put your dog in that, the dog's going to be seen before you are. So before your light of your torch or whatever yeah. is seen. So, you know, there are aspects of that. And, and I mean, I, I think people, everybody's different. You know, I personally think for us, if it's if it's less than 12 degrees, I'll definitely put a jumper on Winnie because if she's not warm, she'll sit and, and protest and not and not walk um george is is okay at that temperature but once it gets below eight degrees they're both in something and they will run around and if they get hot we'll take it off but then they cool down and put it back on so and and you know just for things like you know you're in a, a car for a long journey if they've got a t-shirt on there's just there's just that little bit keeping them warm because they're not running around they're not moving around they're probably not covered with a blanket and the heater doesn't really get through to the back where your dog's sitting. So I think with different things, you know, if you live in a cold, drafty house, you've got dogs going to need some sort of T-shirt or jumper on at nighttime for sure. And I am getting a lot of people now saying I need something for during the day because I work at home. I'm not putting the heating on and my whippet is, is protesting. So yeah. there's, there's so many occasions when a whippet will get will be unhappy if it's not warm and I don't blame it I hate being cold so why would why would you let your whippet be cold it's so interesting listening to you because I know we're obviously we're talking about whippets but I've you know I've got a terrier with a thin coat and I'm thinking oh my gosh I need to make sure patch is warm and you're right <laughs> who wants to be sat in the cold 
he loves he loves going under blankets um and he will wear he will wear jumpers and coats and that kind of thing but whether you are reading or listening to this uh and whatever dog you've got if you're looking at them and thinking they're looking a bit cold then but yeah think about your dog listen to this advice for whippets but actually it were, it's it's similar for for many other breeds i guess isn't it so yeah the, the thin furred breeds especially yeah. um you've got your italian greyhounds notoriously mm-hmm. feel the cold and hate the rain um a lot of lurchers as well even though they might be crossed with something greyhounds as well and, and as dogs get older particularly senior dogs they are definitely going to feel the cold more okay so that was where i was going to um i wanted to talk about like whippets as they grow um so what kind of things do puppy what kind of things would you say whippet puppy owners would need well they're definitely going to need if they get a puppy at this time of year and they've got to try and train that dog to go outside to the toilet they are definitely going to need a jumper that's a that's a bare minimum so we do special puppy fleece puppy fleece sizes we sell loads of them often the temptation is i'll buy the next size up because it the puppy will grow into it now it's a false economy because when the jumper is too big the dog's leg will be falling out of it. It will be uncomfortable to wear and it won't give the protection of the warmth that you, you want it to do because it's not close enough to the body. So there's really no point in thinking, I'll buy something that they will grow into. You've got to accept when they're a puppy at this time of year, you're going to have to have a jumper that they will grow out of, but it will get you through the worst of the winter and through most of the toilet training. And then you have to progress onto the next size. And basically, the first year of their life, you are going to progress through the sizes of clothes. Now, there are certain things like specific puppy raincoats. I'm not particularly, I think that is an investment piece. I think that's the sort of thing you can pick up at a pet shop that's not specifically designed for a whippet. Because until a whippet matures about three, you know, when they start getting to about six months, that puppy shape, they're growing more into a whippet shape a generic coat will probably fit your your puppy. So I don't think there's any need to particularly invest and spend a fortune in a raincoat when they're that age. But I think definitely you've got to invest in a puppy collar and a, and a puppy jumper or two and and um, get, because then you start getting them used to walking on the lead and stuff like that. But I don't think you need to invest really heavily in the next stage of clothing until they're kind of nine months old mm-hmm. so and you're lucky if you've got a puppy in the winter like you know we are now in the autumn late autumn you've got a puppy now it's quite a popular time for puppies by the time they're fully grown it will be great because it will be next winter so you can then you'll get through the summer without really needing very much and then you can progress on um to the to the winter when when they're fully grown and you can invest in a really decent raincoat, um, some more jumpers, and possibly uh, a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So I think you know they're the three things, and obviously a, an adult collar as well. Is another thing. So for your younger dogs, just run through what your kind of fully grown younger dogs would need. So like a year old, mm-hmm. if they're um, yeah, so definitely going to need a couple of jumpers. Are definitely going to need a decent raincoat. Now, that could be a Mac, 
because that's lightweight, so that would see them through all the wet, all the seasons. Mm -hmm. Or they might want to go for something that's a little bit thicker that they can wear more in the autumn and winter. But they can also layer on top of a jumper. Um, they're definitely going to need an adult collar, uh, and and possibly at least one t-shirt, maybe two. And they're handy for the summer, like you were saying about with the allergies and everything. Yes, exactly, and also for sleeping in, they they sort of double up as pajamas. Mm -hmm. um we try and divide the other advice i tend to give to people is because there's so much stuff out there and, and i know we're guilty of it because i add things all the time into the range and i don't take anything out the other end so it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger but if you pick a color thing that you really like so a lot of people say they really like a monochrome color theme so they like wearing black gray and cream those three colors you know and their house is decorated in that and they just love those colors Choose those colours for your dog and choose that colour palette and stick with it. Now, suppose you like bright colours, really good on a dark coloured whippet. So like if you've got a black whippet, the bright colours look incredible. So like the yellow and the, and the Dijon and the orange, those colours look incredible on a really dark coloured dog. Um, pick a colour palette and stick with it so that you're adding the whole time. When you buy something new, you think, oh, yeah, I'll buy it in the same sort of colour palette and it will go with that. And then you can do the layering thing and doubling up and and it, and it all works together. And you haven't got this sort of hodgepodge of a dog wardrobe that's not really working together. Also, you've got to consider things like, is it washable? And when they're young and active, my gosh, you do need things that are washable because they will run around like loonies. They will roll about. They will roll in fox <laughs> They will do all these things. So... You've got to have stuff that's washable. That's an absolute given. But when you've got an older dog, a more senior dog, who are probably just plodding next to you, those sort of things aren't quite so important. So you could invest in a beautiful wax coat that isn't washable, but you can brush it down when it's dry. So, you know, it is different stages. But, yeah, when they are a young, active pup, you've got to have the right gear so that they can do what they do and do what they do comfortably so they can live their lives happily mm -hmm. so you touched on it there uh, briefly but with the oh with the more senior dogs is there anything specific you feel like the senior dogs need because who like you say aren't as active yeah I think the thing with senior dogs having seen two through till they were 14 I know with Bruno he he did get a little bit stiff he was still able to get a jump on when he was 14 um, but some of them don't some of them the front legs get very stiff so I would suggest something like one of our gilets because it, it it does up all underneath and they can easily put it on an oldie um, the t-shirts are good as a sort of really good base layer because they will feel the cold more than than a younger dog even especially if they're just because they sleep more mm -hmm. they're not as active so they're probably going to have a need for a T-shirt more often, you know, than a younger dog. And definitely some sort of really nice, well-fitted wax coat that they can they can be warm in and stay dry in. Yeah. Because you've got an old one and they only need to, to go out for a couple of little walks a day. Some, You know what it's like. Some, some weeks we get it rains every single day, doesn't it? And they're going to have to stay dry. So that that a wax coat will keep them warm and dry, and and you haven't got the consideration of it's got to be washed. So yeah, that I would suggest. And also perhaps look at some of the the things that clothing that's a little bit more roomy fit. 
so that they can get their front legs in a little bit easier. Uh, we do a velour jumper, which is great for a senior because it's really nice for lounging around. It's really easy to put on and off. They can sleep in it. Um, we also do a, a, a pet shirt, which is like a sweatshirt fabric, and it's the same sort of style. So it's got a roomier leg. They can put their front legs into a little bit easier. So, you know, look at the shape of things as well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. So yeah, I think um, my takeaway there was, yeah, we've got to remember the stiffer legs and you, you know, you're not pulling them around and that kind of thing when they're older. Um, I love what you were saying about, I was listening and thinking it's like um, when we read about sustainable fashion for ourselves, isn't it? That you should have classic, you know, you should look for classic pieces rather than buying loads of fast fashion and actually, you know, think about the colours that you like wearing and what colours you, you know, what colours feel right for you and your dog and you can as you've explained get away with not having loads of stuff but just yeah. having some kind of piece pieces you know how unfashiony yeah. I am Debbie but oh. yeah pieces that work for you and your dog exactly and that's why we develop the boxes that we've got because if you really are crippled with choice and you just can't make a decision we've got basics boxes which are great for young active dogs um, and they come in in different colour uh, themes then we've got the essentials box then we've got the luxuries box we just launched which is more for the seniors so you've got your basics boxes if your dog is getting to that age where they've outgrown sort of everything but you know you don't really know what to get and so it's got a warm high-vis coat in there it's got a fleece in there it's got an adult collar and lead then you move on to the essentials box which is probably more of a summer box because that's got a mac in it a t-shirt a cozy which is the sort of lightweight jumper that we do it's got a collar and and a lead in it and then the luxuries box has got a wax coat a velour top a pet shirt and a collar and lead so we have tried to think about the different stages of the dog's life and put these boxes together so that people don't have to because we also have to start with a puppy pack that's the other thing we do do we have a puppy pack which has a, a jumper in it a t-shirt in the next size and it has a blanket, a toy, and some treats, and a collar. So it's, if, if you've really got nothing, and you t- you're just thinking, I don't know what my puppy's going to need, the puppy pack is one of our best-selling, is really popular. Because we've thought about it all, we put it all together, all we've got to do is choose your colour theme, and then you work through. So, And also there's quite a healthy market for good quality whippet wear online to resell. So I definitely think don't chuck it, just pass it on, you know, move it on to somebody else who needs it. Because that's another option. If you don't want to invest in new stuff when you've got a puppy, try and buy something online because people are always selling the small sizes on because the dog's grown out of them. Yeah. And you've got a community as well, haven't you, Debbie? I know you've got a group. Tell us about that. Yes, I've got a Facebook group called Red Hounders. And in, in actual fact, that's what I was thinking, because we have every two weeks, I do a swap it or sell it Saturday. Yeah. And people can advertise the things that the dogs have, have grown out of, or perhaps something that they just don't like the colour anymore, or they want to invest in one of the new colours, but they need to sell something first. So there's this constant sort of um, churning over, if you like, of, of moving on of, of Red Hound stuff. And I really love the idea of that, because I don't think we should all be just rushing out and buying new the whole time. I've always been a charity shop shopper um most of my life or a it yourself person um and um so i yeah actively encourage encourage that and in fact if there are any knitters out there um you know knit, knit your whip at a jumper yeah. they'll love you forever so you can get a pattern out of dogs and jumpers my book 
Um, and knit, 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 knit a little whippet, a, a, a jumper or a blanket. There's a blanket project in the book as well. So, and then you get, because that's how it all started with Bruno. You know, I knitted him jumpers and then other whippet owners said, oh, I want one for mine. And that's how it, it sort of started and, and went on from there, really. Fabulous. And now you are here, how many years on is it? Well, 12 years now. Years Right. 12 years since we went to Country Living and won Best in Show. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so tell us what's next for you and Red Hound and all of your lovely whippet wear that you create. Well, 2023 is going to be quite a big year for us. We've got all sorts of interesting things planned. There's going to be a Red Hound reward scheme, which we're launching next year. It was supposed to be this year, but it's got away with us. I want to do it right, so we're going to launch that next year. Um, there's always going to be new designs. I'm working on something quite special at the moment uh, for injured dogs, but that's taking quite a long time in the in the making. And I'm probably going to try and do more things for active dogs because that's sort of the, the generation that my two are in at the moment, George and Winnie. And it, it's definitely an area because there's an awful lot more eco fabrics out there now and I want to explore those sorts of fabrics as well um, and try and bring and I've also got a very swanky new sewing machine that does very, something very special on active wear so I want to use that far more so watch this space. Excellent okay thank you so much Debbie um, tell us where we can find out more about you and Red Hand. Well, redhamfordogs.com is the website. Loads of information on there. If you click on the blog, there's pretty much a blog on, on virtually every topic you could think of to do with whippets. Uh, we've got all the products on there. Uh, I'm at redhamfordogs on Instagram. And in the Facebook page is redhounders. Just have to answer a few questions and then we let you in. And, um, yeah, I'm Pinterest as well, at redhamfordogs. Excellent. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me. And... Good luck with everything with Red Hand. Oh, thanks, Rachel. Thanks for letting, uh, letting me have this chat.